0: hello and welcome to the feel it to heal it podcast i'm your host rachel kelly and i am a clinically trained therapist emotional wellness and life coach and healer my mission is to help as many humans as possible feel safe to feel their feelings in order to create a life beyond their wildest dreams thank you for being here and let's dive in And welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be back with you guys. It has been a whirlwind of a week and we are just moving and grooving through it. So today I want to talk about attaching onto pain versus allowing ourselves to come back to the present moment. This is something that has been so alive for me this week, something that I have Been shifting so much around that I just needed to share it with you all so that you can think about the ways in which you attach to your own pain and how you can maybe allow yourself to come back to the present and feel safe to do that. Okay. Sorry, I thought the microphone wasn't on, but I think we're good. All right. I think we're good now. Mic check. (laughs) <laughs> I always say you guys get the very unfiltered version. I am an unfiltered person. Persian. I'm not Persian. I am an unfiltered person. And that is how I like to keep it real raw in the moment in real time because we're human. Let's fucking normalize being human. Okay. Let's focus, Rachel. Let's focus. Okay. So Let's take a deep breath together. So starting with hands on heart, breathing all the way in. And release. Two more. One more. And release. Just allowing yourself to settle in. This is my second episode that I'm recording today because my intention for this podcast is to not just have the recordings for uh, from morning tea that I do on Instagram every Wednesday at 10:30 a.m. Pacific, but also to have recordings just for my pod listeners. So I'm doing a double double session today to get this out to you in two days because I release every Friday and my goal is to release two every Friday. One morning tea episode that you can watch on Instagram, YouTube or listen on the pod, whatever your preference is, and also to have an episode that is just for my pod listeners. So, this is this is what we're doing. We are going to talk about attaching onto pain. So, if you did listen to my morning tea episode this morning, this is kind of an extension of it, a deepening of it, if you will. I talked a lot about this morning about how I had some really familiar strong childhood wounds come up this week. I felt fear of abandonment. I felt deep sadness. I felt shame. I felt all of the feels. And I was talking about how before doing this work, I wouldn't have had the internal safety to actually feel safe to be with these feelings. I also talked about how I have shifted the way in which I have needed co-regulation with my mentor. I now am able to regulate on my own. When I'm dysregulated, I'm able to get myself back to regulation. It is just the most powerful work I've done in my life. And I feel so freaking proud of it, like so proud of it, more proud of it than, you know, getting my master's or moving across the country or any of the scary things I've done. This takes the cake. Is that an expression? This takes the cake. Well, if it isn't, it is now. I like that. This takes the cake. It is the hardest work I've ever done. So I want to talk about another shift that I made this week that has been so incredible to just witness and feel in my body. And that is being able to come back to the present, come back to myself, come back to my life. When I would get triggered, whether it be um, jealousy, shame, sadness, any type of pain coming up, I would really get sucked into it and fixate on it in my brain. I would ruminate, I would obsess, I, w- I would overanalyze and all of it was just an avoidance of pain. Now that I've done the work to build internal safety to get to the point of feeling safe to be with the pain as it comes up, my work now, like phase two, is... <laughs> We're like phase a million, we're like it. Um, my work now is how do I experience the pain without attaching on to the pain? How do I feel safe to just come back to the present moment? So what does this look like in real time? Last night, I saw something on Instagram that activated this jealousy, fear of abandonment, deep sadness, shame, it brought up so much from childhood. It brought up so much around how I used to relate to my mom, how unsafe I felt during my childhood emotionally, how anxiously attached I felt to my parents, especially my mom, who also struggled with anxious attachment. And I think my dad was more, more avoidant. And so that also brings up the anxious attachment in a different way. So either way, it just brought up a lot. And in the past I would have projected, I would have made the other person wrong. I would have judged. I would have criticized. I would have just gone outside of myself. And this time I didn't, I just allowed myself to be with the pain. And the difference is, is that before I would have attached on to how I was feeling. So If I'm feeling better, I'm like, oh my God, it's over. I'm feeling better. Like, oh, I can breathe now. (laughs) If I wasn't feeling good and I was feeling some of that pain come up, I would attach on to, oh my God, this is this feels like it's gonna go on forever and ever and ever. It feels so strong. Yesterday and this week in general, I have moved in and out of it like waves of the ocean. And it's been so incredible to feel this internal shift because before something like this would have taken me out for a week I just wouldn't have felt safe I would have fixated on it I would have had to process it over and over and over again with my mentor I would have had to figure something out to like make the feelings better or to make up for the fact that I was feeling this way or like let the emotion drive my behavior and my actions and this time I didn't do anything I simply allowed myself to fall apart. I allowed my inner child to throw a temper tantrum, which I used to do a lot of as a kid. And I just allowed space to be with it. And then I came back to the present. I reoriented to the present. And I refocused on my own life because something that I do and I have done is I will allow a trigger or a childhood wound that comes up to really take me out, take me out of focusing on my life because it just would bring up so much fear and lack of safety and pain, that I didn't feel safe to fully just go back to my life. And so when I would notice myself ruminating about this trigger, I just allowed myself to come back and to show little me, I am safe. And it's a really, this is why healing is an art form. It's this really tricky balance of how do I come back to safety without bypassing very real emotions? We don't want to bypass. We don't want to act like nothing's coming up because that's honestly just an avoidance of shame because we feel so much shame when shit gets triggered. We're like, oh my God, why is my inner child activated? I thought I healed this wound. I am acting like a baby right now. Like we have so much shame. And something that has been so, instrumental in my healing is being able to not make shit mean stuff about me. Like everything that I feel every single day got wired. There's a root. It comes from a very real place. And sometimes we feel crazy because we don't remember exactly where that place came, where that place was or where the root stemmed from or how this all developed in the way it did. And because we consciously may not remember, but our unconscious and our nervous system and our body remembers, it's like the Bessel Banner der book, the body keeps the score because our bodies remember, we feel a certain way then our brain thinks we should feel. And then there's this disconnect and trauma healing, as I always say, is bridging the gap between the mind and the body. It's having those two systems in your body work together as a team, not fighting each other. And for me, that has gone from overanalyzing and needing to understand where does this come from? Why am I feeling this way? Because I didn't feel safe to feel. And this week, there's been this softening around it. There's a softening around. I have this general idea of where it comes from. I don't need to know exactly where it comes from, but I know that it comes from somewhere real. I know that my nervous system is just wired to keep me safe and it's just doing its best to keep me safe. And how could I be mad at it for it? Right? How could I be mad at my nervous system for just trying to keep me safe? And I've just been able to lean into this compassion for myself of like, this feels really hard and painful for me. Like these wounds that have gotten triggered this week have felt so painful like so painful I've been sitting in such deep sadness such deep pain and to the point where there's not even as much fear like I know the root of it is like fear of abandonment and all of that but it's like I feel safe in my body it's not even like a dysregulated fear that it used to be it's more of just like wow like it's so incredibly sad that little me still feel so unsafe at times. It's so incredibly sad that little me did not feel safe for so much of my childhood. It's so sad that most of us, if not all of us, did not feel safe as children. And it's not our parents' fault. It's not anyone's fault, but it is our responsibility to heal and be with that younger part of ourselves that just needs attunement and tending to I'm just taking a breath with that because so much of our childhood, we were, we were shamed for how we felt our parents couldn't handle our big emotions. And so then when those big emotions come up in the present, we then re-traumatize our inner child by just running away from it, by shaming ourselves, by being hard on ourselves. And what if we were just able to soften and be with ourselves and be compassionate and easeful and giving ourselves grace and space that it just feels hard. We don't have to necessarily know why we don't have to make it mean anything about ourselves, but what if we were able to just have deep compassion and allow it to come up when it needed to come up. And of course, reach out for co-regulation, meet yourself where you're at, give yourself what you need. Know that this takes so much consistent practice I think about sometimes how to the outside world, I probably look like someone who just spends all day, every day healing and sitting with my wounds and processing pain and crying and feeling dysregulated. And it's, it's kind of funny when you think about it, because most of the world, if they just stopped, stopped running away from themselves, stopped avoiding themselves, stopped numbing themselves, they would also look like that but everyone else to the outside world looks quote unquote, okay, or normal or happy because they're actually avoiding themselves. When you get still with yourself, without the distractions, without the external saving, without someone there with you 24 seven to hold your hand. And it's just you and you, you and you, that's it. You and you, when it's just you and you, how many times can I say you and you, one more, you and you, <laughs> you, you, actually get to deeper and deeper layers of these wounds because there's nothing to distract you from them. So I shifted from like projecting and blaming and running away and numbing and seeking external saving to just being with them. And it's been so incredibly painful, but so beautiful to witness how it's just all out. It's all here. It's all alive. It's all present. And I'm able to just accept that I'm not fighting it anymore. I'm not fighting myself anymore. I'm not fighting my mentor anymore. I'm just accepting that it's here. And when I accept that it's here, it's able to just move in and out. It's able to show up like, oh, this wound is being triggered. And I feel a lot of pain right now. And I'm just going to allow myself to fall apart, to cry my eyes out, to just breathe through it, to just be with it without reaching for all the things. Literally, I have to consciously notice like, oh, am I reaching for my phone? Am I reaching right away for my journal to start journaling about it? Am I reaching for something right away? Can I just sit still and be with it? And this takes conscious practice. So if you're not there yet, I don't want this to cause shame. I want you to know that this literally took me almost two years to get to this point of consistent practice. And we all are at a different starting point, right? So there's no need to compare. There's no need to judge wherever you're at. It's gently meeting yourself wherever you're at without making it mean anything about you. If you can take one thing away from this entire podcast, it would be nothing has to mean anything about you. Nothing, not one thing. It does not have to mean anything about you as a person. You are innately worthy. You are innately good enough. You are innately safe. You are innately perfectly imperfect as you are. Nothing has to mean anything about you. And if we agree and come to a consensus that nothing has to mean anything about you and stop making meaning and stop being so damn hard on ourselves. I've, I've been so hard on myself my whole life. If we could just stop doing that and lean into compassion, lean into loving ourselves through these changes, those changes happen a lot quicker. And we're not doing it to speed it up. We're doing it because we are so worthy of feeling compassion for. And when we have compassion for ourselves, we are able to have compassion for other people. So with this in and out of, you know, the pain showing up, And usually I would get so sucked in where it would just take over my whole mood. I wouldn't do anything else. I would just like stay up too late. I would go to bed too late. And this past week, I just kept feeling the feels, not getting in my head about it. Excuse me. I just burped again. Um, (laughs) My mentor was listening to my podcast and she was like I heard that you burped on your podcast and that's just so Rachel like so unfiltered and I was like yeah I mean we're human it's like that Beyonce concert I went to where she sneezes and everyone wrote articles about it like oh my god Beyonce sneezed during her song like as if we forget that Beyonce's human like we're all fucking human we all uh, sneeze and fart and burp and make weird noises and stumble on our words. Like let's just fucking normalize it. And yeah, like, I don't need you guys to hear me like burping all day long, like apologies, but like also, sorry, not sorry. We're human. Right. So no shame anyway, moving on from my burp, uh, distraction. Um, so before I wouldn't have allowed myself to just come back to me and part of coming back to me means actually coming back to my life. So when I would get triggered, I would focus so much on this thing that I was getting triggered by. I would like psychoanalyze the past over and over and over again. This time I just re came back home to myself. I was like, I am safe. Let me come back to this present moment. And I'm able to move through my day. I'm able to be with the emotions and then, you know, meet uh, with a session, uh, with a client for session, I'm able to be with the emotions and then. I'm able to, you know, clean my kitchen and cook myself food. I'm able to be with the emotions and I'm able to record this podcast. Like before I would just allow it to waste time and energy, the sooner that we actually allow ourselves to be with the real emotions, not the suffering, not the rumination, not all of the protectors, the control, the perfectionism, the judgment, the people pleasing, the comparison, that is what leaks our time and energy. What doesn't leak our time and energy is actually being with the emotion and in order to feel safe to be with the emotion so that we allow it to move through without attaching on, without being like, oh my God, I already felt this. Why is it coming back? Like allowing it to take its natural course. We are then able to move through it in just a way that allows ourselves to come back to the present. So we have to feel safe to do this. So again, meeting yourself where you're at, taking it moment by moment. Maybe it just starts with taking three long, deep breaths throughout your day, noticing the sensations in your body. Maybe it's noticing when you start ruminating and realizing that's a protector against pain. So, okay, I'm ruminating. Let me come back to my body. What's actually happening in my body that the rumination is trying to prevent me from feeling. Let me thank the rumination for trying to protect me and let me release it go home you know you are not you are not needed here anymore come back to the body always come back to the body and when it feels too scary when it feels out of your window of tolerance like you're pushing your nervous system too far just come back to the present and know that you just have to take it one moment one breath at a time you're not going to feel all the historical pain that there is to feel at one time that's just not how it works our nervous system won't allow for that So notice when you are attaching on because it feels safer in many ways to attach onto pain because it's familiar, because we've felt the suffering before. We've maybe felt that pain before and it feels safer to be dysregulated and to attach onto pain rather than to actually allow ourselves to create our life because committing to ourselves and creating our life and doing the things that make us develop leadership skills, like not leadership as in you have to be a boss or a CEO or an entrepreneur. Leadership as in being the leader of your life rather than allowing your unconscious wounds to lead your life. Something is leading your life. It's either you or it's your trauma. You get to choose each and every day. And so it would feel so much safer for me to attach on because that's how I got my needs met. I would get attention that way. Oh, I'm so upset. I'm so dysregulated, blah, blah, blah. Like it would help me get attention. Me allowing myself to give myself attention, not just through feeling my feels, but like also focusing on like my life, right? Like giving myself attention on like the fact that I'm recording a podcast right now. And this has been a lifelong dream. How fucking cool is that? You know, the more that you attune to you, the less that you're going to seek that externally. But again, you have to feel safe to do that. And so meet yourself where you are at. That is the biggest takeaway that you can get from this is meet yourself where you're at. Don't make it mean anything about you because I promise you it doesn't remember that most of the narratives that happen in our heads are lies. They're just trying to protect us. Their voices from our parents, from society, from our teachers, from bullies, from other people. It's not actually true. Amanda Francis talks about this all the time. She was like, is this the ultimate truth, this thought going through your head? No. But it's there because you have a dysregulated nervous system. It's there because little you is terrified. So the more that you're able to get in your body and tend to little you and help her feel safe or help him or whatever pronoun you use feel safe, the more that you will be able to create new thoughts remember mindset is created from nervous system so when you have a dysregulated nervous system you're going to have dysregulated thoughts this was something that every other modality of therapy that I did didn't focus on like my last job was at a DBT center and during our assessments with new clients we would have to ask them the five main areas of dysregulation emotional cognitive, behavioral, and then I forget what the other two were, but, you know, yeah, of course, someone's going to have cognitive distortions, cognitive dysregulation. If their nervous system is dysregulated, we can't separate the two and modalities like that do such a disservice by trying to separate them. So we have to look at, you know, why is there mental dysregulation? It's because you don't feel safe in your body. There is so much stored pain that you need to feel. So noticing when it feels safer for you to attach on, noticing what your body and your mind are trying to avoid by refocusing on the present and noticing how much time and energy you're spending and leaking on attaching onto something for attention or for whatever need that is being unmet. And how can you practice giving yourself that in the moment or asking a safe nervous system to help? give you that in the moment so that you can feel safe and little you can feel safe to refocus on the present. Even if that's as simple as grounding through the five senses, what can you hear, smell, touch, taste, and see right now in this present moment? My brain used to get so stuck in figuring out mode because it was so vigilant around, is this person safe? Is this person manipulating, controlling, taking advantage of me? now it's just come back come back to the body come back to feeling what needs to be felt come back to your life come back to the present this is why it's an art form because so many of us bypass the emotions we engage in toxic positivity others of us get so stuck in the emotions like this has been me so much of my life i get stuck in these mood swings of so happy or so low that I'm not able to just come back to this middle ground of the present and actually focus on my life. That is what trauma healing is all about, is feeling safe to be in the present moment. Depression keeps us stuck in the past. Trauma keeps us stuck in the past. Anxiety keeps us stuck in the future. And it's exhausting. So I hope that this is helpful. And even if you're not at this point where you feel safe to not attach, even just bringing the awareness to it. As my mentor says, we do three things with pain. We attach onto it. We numb or avoid it or we alchemize it. Me talking about this on a podcast right now is an example of alchemizing it. It's how can I use the pain that I've been sitting with this week and share, you know, nuggets of wisdom or guidance for you to look at your own pain, to look at how you are feeling it or avoiding it how you're feeling it or numbing it, how you're feeling it or running away and distracting from it, how you might be attaching onto it because it gives you your needs met. And how can you give little you what what they're needing so that they feel safe for you to come back into the present moment. You are safe to come back to the present moment. Each and every time, just practice, practice, practice. That's all it is, is practice and it's hard and it's painful, but it is so worth it because then you feel safe to just be right here, right now. We can't do anything about the past except for being with the pain that, and processing the pain that the past stores. We can't do anything about the future except for being with the fear of the unknown of the future and coming back to the present. So, in each present moment notice what's coming up for you know that a lot of things from the past will come up in the present and it's okay it is so normal it doesn't mean anything about you other than you're human and you are just learning how to process pain through your body and it's not an easy process so be so gentle with yourself and if you are needing support please reach out my DMs are always open i have so many ways to jump into this work right now i have two one-on-one spots open This is an investment of $2,000 a month for weekly Zoom sessions plus Monday through Friday Voxer support, so I can be there with you for that co-regulation to help guide you home to you. This is for the individual who wants to build secure attachment, process their childhood pain and trauma, learn to relate to the world and themselves and others differently, and feel how they want to feel. Get out of your head and just be able to feel safe to be present. I also am enrolling for my two groups, Come Home to Yourself, which is a four month anxiously attached women's group, healing anxious attachment, building secure attachment. And then my co-leader Anna and I have our men's group, Real Men Heal. The third round is starting in May. So we are enrolling for that. And then I have my retreat next month. There are some spots open. It is going to be a luxurious, epic, healing and expanding community retreat with people who are doing this work who or like-minded. It's four nights in San Diego, April 27th to May 1st. I would love to have you. Please feel free to reach out. And again, always take time to come home to you. Thank you for tuning into this episode. Notice when you are attaching on your pain and see if you can allow yourself to soften that attachment just a little bit. Remember, you are not your emotions. Your emotions do not define you. You are a human being. Allowing emotions to come in and out like waves of the ocean. The more we can be with them, the more we will be able to come out of them and come back to the present and to ourselves. It's just the most beautiful thing. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave a review. It would mean the world to me. The more people that hear this, the more people that can get the healing support that they need to create a life beyond their wildest dreams. So I love you all so much. Take time to come home to yourself, breathe deeply, and I will see you on the next episode. And Luna says goodbye as well. (laughs) Love you guys. Ta-ta.